She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. Online dating could be a horror story or a fairy tale. We talked to one woman who shares her journey of dating in the 21st century. Ella Bell, welcome to She Said, He Said. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, we were invited to a live reading here in, in Hobart at a coffee house. He Said, She Said it was called. That's right. Yeah. right. He Said, She Said. And it was about, um, I think it was just about relationships. Or We were kind of under the assumption that it was about how people first meet their right. loved ones. Yeah. And it was about everything. Yeah, yeah, it really ran everything the gamut, you know. So, and Jerry and I were really the halftime show. Yeah, we were knuckleheads. We really yeah. were. But one of the um, uh, people that got up and shared their story was you, and you had this really very um, comical um, way of sharing your journey through online dating. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of landmines in online dating, and you unfortunately kind of maybe treaded on a few of those. Every one of them. And you <laughs> prefaced it that your mom was in the audience at your table, like five feet away from you, just looking at everything you said, which we, it made everything better for us. <laughs> like your mom was there. Big, yes. Talk and, about this and your mom is there. Yes. And I did not plan on my mom being there when I wrote this piece. So it was interesting when she shared that she wanted to come and listen to it. So, yeah. So what were some of the uh, dating sites you tried? Um, so I started on Match.com okay. at the encouragement of my best friend. How long ago was this roughly? Two and a half years ago. Okay. okay. Um, I am not still on Match.com. Okay. I did not stay hey, on no there very long. Yeah, yeah, I did not yeah. stay on You could be on all you want. Yeah. Don't, no, don't I've look never me up. I'm it. not on there. Um, <laughs> but my best friend met her husband on Match.com. And he's great. So mm-hmm. she, of course, it's had, an endorsement, it's, right? Yeah. So I worked for her. Yes, but I was adamant. No, I'm not doing online dating. I'm not mm-hmm. doing online dating. It's nothing but serial killers and guys who play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not doing online dating. How long did that hold up? That front? I'm not going to do online oh, dating. Oh, um, weeks, hours. Oh, no. hours. I mean, I've been div- I've been divorced <laughs> for almost well, almost seven years now. And my friends have always tried to get me to online date. So years, I was like, no, No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then finally one day, I remember we were sitting around her pool and she's like, just do it. She's like, you'll be, you'll, you'll have messages every night. It's something to look forward to. Put the kids to bed, sit down, look at your messages. That's a good point. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Okay. It's been a while. Okay. It's time. It's time. Okay. It's time. But then I asked her if she would just do it for me. I'm like, well, you just make my profile and answer the oh, message. did she? No, she wouldn't do that. Oh. She, said, she said, no, I'm not going to do that. So I said, okay. So I went home that night and I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And I guess it hadn't occurred to me that you have to pay for this. So that was kind oh, of a hard pill to swallow. I got, sure. I, so I get on this website and then I'm like, oh, I have to pay for this. Okay. So pay the fee, sign up for a month. I think a month is safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Month is Trial, safe. Trial. Sample yes. size thing. Right. Yeah, sure. So I pay the fee. It walks you through it. Uh, you put your name, your photos, hobbies, whatever, and then you put your profile out there. Was everything totally legit and honest and accurate? On my end? Yeah, on your end. Very. Yeah, you didn't very. like stretch anything. And this was for just like a, in a 20 mile radius of where you live. Oh, yeah, I right? It wasn't that like yeah. all the way out well, in like Florida. No, or something. interesting. Okay. I never thought of that. So, so I put in my information, who I am, and um, where I live, whatever. And then you, they take you to a page where, you can then put in what you want your match to be. Mm-hmm. And this is 
from what they look like physically, what they enjoy doing, what's their religion, oh, really? what's their political. But so right, I'm like, oh, down. boom, 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 boom. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, check this box, this box, six this foot box, two, this box. Yeah, oh yeah, svelte, right? beautiful <laughs> smile, right? has must, some money, must travel, likes to read, like Very all these smart. things, right? Yeah. So and then it asks for what radius you okay. want them. So I so twenty was what sure. I went what? with. What I thought twenty. How do you know that? I mean, hmm. well, we'll talk about that later. Oh, I, mean, I see. I mean, twenty miles because I don't <laughs> okay. want to. I mean, I. You're not going to drive twenty. I'm not. I mean, you're not going to drive twenty-one miles for a date. No, no I'm let's not. just say no, that. Twenty yeah. miles. You've got <laughs> right. criteria. Right. So you you then you submit all that, and I'm okay. expecting because I'm like, wow, you can really just tailor who you want sure, to meet. Yeah. So I'm expecting like the J.C. Penney Christmas catalog of matches to be ah, like, boom. Yeah. Right. So it comes back and says there are zero matches within oh, 20 miles. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. So you can increase it, I think, to like 50. You can do it in increments of, okay. you know, small amounts. So I kept doing that, and I kept getting zero, really? zero matches. Yes. You're up to 135 miles? Yes. So then you can, these guys? Yes. So then you can go to 499 plus. So basically, that just opens it. Like the plus just makes it like. Oh, see, that's where they get you. Anywhere in the yeah. country, right? Four ninety nine. The miles. Well, yes. Or the, cost? the miles. What? The miles. No, the miles. Oh like, because I'm getting no ma- matches within the area. What are you asking for? Ella? I don't know. But my, <laughs> Who do you want? I know, my oldest son is like he's he's twelve now, so he's probably ten at the time. And he's like, maybe you should uncheck some of the boxes. Yeah. yeah right. So yeah. I go back and I think lower well, your standards. Yeah. Lower my standards. <laughs> lower the bar. I've done that. That's. I mean. Yeah. And here we are on online dating. So uh-huh. so I unchecked some of the boxes. Okay. I can't even remember what they were, but uh-huh. not things that really mattered to me. Some things really didn't matter. Not physical did, yes. appearance so much as, you know, just character traits and things like that. Absolutely. So I start getting, you know, pinged with some matches in, that are Ooh. closer by, right? Is that so exciting? It was exciting. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So then, um, but here's the catch on Match.com. You don't have to be a match for them to message you. They can message you solely from your profile. Oh, so I didn't know that. I started getting messages. The messages started every night, like my best friend said they would, but they weren't necessarily men that I wanted messages from. I see. And that's when the landmines started. Yeah. And after about two nights, I called her and I said, "What have you gotten me into? Oh my exactly. God, I'll bet this is insanity." And she said, "Well, what are you getting? What are you?" And I was just getting the most bizarre, inappropriate things. And it just was not, I don't know. I just, and it left a really bad taste in my mouth. Did you respond? No. A lot, I wouldn't. Sorry. Here's <laughs> the, mean no offense. Here's the thing. Like no. the, the guy who wanted, he wanted, the first message said, um, he wanted to come and rub my feet. <laughs> was that weird? And I, and I, I don't think I answered him. And that's weird. It is weird. Yeah, that's very that weird. And then, so then he sent, either I replied, either I replied and said, yes, it's weird. Or I didn't reply at all. And he followed up and said, can you just send me pictures of your feet? Oh my God. <laughs> Still weird. So, he yeah. was checking his box. Yeah. Up, right. So yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I got a lot of those. I got a lot of, um, men will use, um, Snapchat okay. filters, yeah, little dogs. Oh. They'll use what? men mm-hmm. to attract like a woman I guess. with online dating. I guess. Make themselves a little I, hound. I'm an animal lover. Puppy. Maybe I put that in my oh profile. Oh my God. She likes dogs. So, Right. Here he is as a dog. And then one was, um, one guy had like double horns and this red cloud around his face. Okay, yeah. Big. One guy had cash in his mouth. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like I got money? Like I got money in my mouth here. Like, wow. Yeah. So I was getting What's those. What's wrong with guys? I don't know. <laughs> so I was really discouraged at this yeah. point. Okay. So I thought, okay. I'm going to start reaching out. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to find what's interesting to me and I'm going to message them because also I was finding they would get really aggressive if I didn't reply. Oh. And I wasn't not replying. I wasn't trying to be rude. I yeah. just thought 
they're not. We're kind of adults here, and if yeah. I don't right. reply, yeah, obviously it's you not, get the hint, right? Right, and I, you know, and um, I, some of them would like start like, ding, 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 ding. Like, Seriously, yeah. So. You know us guys and our egos. I guess sure. Aaron has learned it. Pay attention to I, me. I, I'm important. I, I got guess. money in my mouth, and I'm a dog. <laughs> I know. You right? must listen to me. Right? You want to date me? You, you just date. don't know it yeah, yet. Yeah, right. That's what they're thinking. So. I'm guessing. So I went through a lot of that, and then I started reaching out on my own because I thought, I'm just going to make the effort. What did you say when you hypothetically reached out? Like, hi? I would usually look for something that intrigued me on their profile and touch on that, whether it was current events or a a recent trip they had taken or something normal. Something normal. Yeah, normal. (laughs) Yes. So, and and that would would work out. Um, They, yeah, I did find some normal ones, but then... (laughs) What I wasn't prepared for, and this is, you're going to be like, Ellie, you're an idiot. Then the part comes where they're like, well, let's meet. And I'm like, oh. Do we have to do that? Like, oh. I just, now I just found that you're normal. And I'm like, okay, all right, good. Yeah. This was let's, a win. Let's, right. let's ride this way for a couple years. Yeah. Then maybe I'll meet so, you. Yeah, that, so that, yeah. But some of them I did meet. Um, How big of a decision was it when you met your one of the first people. On this. It was big for me. It, it was it well. Had to be, yeah. It it was big because I hadn't dated in a very long time. So that mm-hmm. was big, right off the bat. Like I didn't even know. Like how do you even date anymore? I don't sure. know. I haven't dated in forever. And you're meeting a stranger. It's basically a blind date. It, yeah. it is. I it, mean, it, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. You for don't sure. know this person. Um, it might not even be the person on the profile. Right. So, catfish. I didn't get catfished. They all looked like their photos. That's <laughs> but they were not all um, enjoyable in person. I see. And that's so. a shame. Well, I liked what you put in your in, in your read that you said that their profile pictures were either standing selfies in a messy bedroom, yes, in a messy bathroom, yes, or holding a fish. Yes, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Yes. See how memorable that was. <laughs> And I found that so, I thought, if you're a man and you're going to put a picture of yourself on a dating profile, like, a, a selfie, they usually are in a mirror, I guess. So they're taking, I don't know if that's technically a selfie. It is, if you're taking yeah, it in a mirror. Right. So, so you can see the reflection of the room that they're right. in, and it'd be like just an unmade bed and closet door open. And like, I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, what I, they, or do you live that. in a frat house? What are they like, thinking? This is attractive I, to women? I, I this they're is me and my natural that, elements. They're not thinking. They're I not thinking. You know, or the dirty bathroom. Like, Ugh, and like maybe it's really just like, mirror yeah, some, you know, spots on, on, the, on the mirror. And it's, I That's don't know. That's not cool. See. Or a fish. Anyway, so Sorry, I'm going to go off tangent. on a tangent here. Of what pets your peeve? Yeah. Or is it what peeves your pet? No, it's what no, pets what your pet, peeves. No, like, stop petting my peeve. Okay, stop. That's the name of this segment. New name for the segment. But also it could be like... My name is Karen, and I'm going to be a Karen right now. So okay. what oh, I, I don't like, you and this is just sometimes. my opinion, Should not necessarily Karen. those of the management. Let's just put that out there, right. okay? Because I don't want people coming for me. But you can, because I'll, I'll go toe-to-toe with you on this. I went out to dinner with a good friend of mine last night, and we went to this very lovely restaurant, okay? It was rather expensive, okay? And in come these two women with their two toddler daughters, they must have been two, maybe three. And I just, that that gets on my nerves. Because okay. the, the kids were young or because the kids, the kids were at all? young. Were they behaved? No. They were not they behaved. They were not behaved so either. That's the they fact were running around, they were yelling, these bombs like, shh, shh, shh. Why would you take them to this place? This place is known for their wine selection and, and, and these beautiful chef 
presentations. They're Maybe not they known for get mac a and cheese and chicken fingers. Then take them to McDonald's. Take them to Red Robin. Take them to Pizza Hut. Take them to McDonald's. I can go on and what on. What if the kids were behaved? In no, a, in a reasonable. No, sense. and I'll tell Still you this. No, no. I, you know it. I, th- I, I don't think it's right. Because you have these grown-ups that maybe saved uh, their money to get a babysitter. Why do they want to be around your kid? They didn't even want to be around their kids. And so I'm going to be around <laughs> your kid. This is their kid. night out. No. I have two kids, but they're they're young adults. Did, did you give the stink eye to anybody that night? I gave the stink eye to the kids, but they didn't care. <laughs> to the kids? It wasn't the kids' fault. No, but I, my back was facing. You're trying to be, let them behave. My back was facing to this Don't table. make me come over there, Karen But said. I just, it was terrible. And I just think... When my kids were small, when my kids were that age, yeah, yeah. I never, ever took them to a place like that, ever. And it didn't matter if they were going to be well-behaved, if they were going to be distracted with their iPad or Nintendo or whatever. It didn't matter. I, I think you it's just think wrong. it's inappropriate, I think you? it's inappropriate. These really? kids don't appreciate this well, expensive Well, they don't, meal. but it's not about the kids. The parents are the one who brought them. Yeah, so. but then there's kids. There's, I mean, there's the restaurants. Everywhere that, that family cater, friendly, that will family I guess friendly so. restaurants. They're everywhere. You can throw a rock at one, and oh, I hit one. Let's go there where they're loud, and the menu caters. To what them. if the kids are like little mice and they don't say a word and they just eat and they're just there? Again, That's we come back of... to the point where these people paid a babysitter so they can go and have I a see. nice dinner out. I don't want to be around your kids. I see. Did you feel this way when Nothing you were personal. 20 years ago? Well, yeah, I would never take my kids out to a so nice place. So you felt place. like this when you had little yes, kids? Yes, I did. I see. And you purposely did not. Because I recall being, so Karen and I got together later in life, so we didn't have young kids when we were together, Mm-mm. so to speak. So we don't, Well, we my never, kids were eight and 10 when we got together. Kind of young. You're yes, right. They yeah. were young. Yeah, that's true. My kids, are, of course, were not. They're older. Right. But I'm thinking when I would go to a restaurant like that, and if my kids in any way kind of acted up, and I mean by any kind of sounds, I would just pick them up and remove them. But why put and them would, in that situation? And I would take them outside. Well, That's, these, these little girls, I mean, they just wanted to run around and play. And who, That's why course. McDonald's has a play place, so they can run around and play. I Not see. at this really nice restaurant where wine bottles were on display that these kids could have just knocked over. So if you're a parent, keep this in mind, that other people at this diner, this fine dining establishment, this fine dining establishment. may feel this way about your kid. They may. Maybe, maybe I think not. they do. Did the, oh, wait. Did the diners applaud when the, when the family left? We probably secretly did. And this oh. was the kicker. So these women left with their two rowdy little girls. And not 10 rowdy minutes later, another girls. family came in no. with their two young kids at the same table. But these were kids. These, these were quiet, yet they were watching something on their iPad that was kind of loud. And it's like, so really? my suggestion to you is to start drinking when the kids come through the door. I don't know. I don't. This is you, a pet you, peeve. You show me a three or four year old kid that wants to go to a fine dining establishment. No. Karen's got lots of pet peeves. This is just, I this have just a one. a lot of pet peeves. And here's the kicker, and we'll, we could leave this subject, mm-hmm. is that I think that you have more pet peeves the older you get. And I oh, wonder I know if I do. people have more pet peeves, more irritability, more annoyances in life the older they get. And I, I think, think so. People do. But why? Like, I didn't take my kids out out of fine dining room no. your night. Oh, no, no, she did not. <laughs> I did not. Or if she did, Bob and Sarah please always let stay us home. know. <laughs> I know. We'll call her on it right now. If, she, if that was you at that restaurant where her kids were small, let us know. Let's segue that into how do you guys maybe rectify, because, Carrie, you were obviously looking at Troy going, mm, it was difficult. <laughs> well, then how did you guys navigate through that difficult time? That's part of the segment we were talking about, uh, we're going to talk about anyway, of how couples reconnect. How do you make that work without 
going to bed mad, not talking to each other for days. I mean, yeah, there was guys... a lot. Well, there was a lot of that. I mean, See? so I mean, is that part of the process then? Unless well, you're some idealistic, wonderful couple that never. Yeah, argues. I mean, and again, and dating is everyone goes home to their separate corners, yeah. and you only see the best side of each Whee! other. Yeah, I mean, you're only getting, <laughs> you're only getting, you know, the date, you know, the the on time when everything's great and magical. I mean, living together is real, and it's yes. really difficult. And so, you know, you, like, wow, I didn't realize you were going to leave your socks there, huh? <laughs> you know. I mean, so th- there's Troy. that kind does of shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's that kind of idea, and then like, huh? So you're gonna let the kids do that, huh? You right here, and then let that happen. I mean, so there's yeah, wake up ideas, and so you know, I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of angry nights, and I was trying to be a big proponent of not yelling in front of the kids. Sure, mm-hmm, I right. mean, because I'm like, don't want to be that family no, or that right. you no. know, parents, and like. I don't want everyone to have to hide in the room. Like, no. We had that. I had had that. So, yeah, I don't want to be that person. So there was a lot of closed-door conversations. Was there cold tension that that the kids could pick up on anyway and that kind of gets in the way of what your plan was? You have to ask the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Maddie. Right, right. In the beginning, they were younger, so maybe they wouldn't have picked up on it as much. Kids are sponges. They are. They don't miss a trick. I would say that probably did pick up on it, you know. And there were a lot of times when I was irritated so I'm like, I don't think I want to sit in the living room and watch TV with you. I'm going to go to my room. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's, you know, like, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation. I don't have to, you know, yell. I'm not going to do this. I'm just not going to do anything. private. I said good day. I said good day, sir. Good day, sir, to you. So there was a lot because I, you know, I wouldn't say a conflict avoider, but like I don't want to be a yeller, you know. So um, there was probably a lot of removing myself, but there was a lot of quiet conversations. I don't understand when you do, you know. So there was a loud whisper kind of thing. Probably the finger going. Yeah, the head was bobbing. So I'm sure it's it's not. No one likes to be lectured all the time, but you know. he I had just, to know. He oh, had to tell he, him at some point. Well, yeah, or I could yeah. not say anything and resent him. Or, yeah. That's, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, sure, I could not say anything and swallow it down and then just be like, I'm done with yes. this. No, and I told her, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd always rather know if you're upset, you know, yeah. if, even if I don't pick up, I mean, tell me. It's like the Godfather. Tell me the bad news first. We'll yeah. kiss later. <laughs> now we travel in the Wayback Machine with Martin Alexi, a brand strategist who asks the question, is 60 the new 40? Hmm. hmm. Tough room. Oh, wow. Tough room opening. Coming out hot. Yes. Coming in. I'm in the late 70s. You guys are late 80s. Okay, so so that kind of brings us to what our theme is today, is we're talking about generational, I guess, generational observation. So both Martin and I would be considered Generation X. You are? Right on the cusp of being a baby boomer. You're a young boomer. Yeah, because I was born in 62 and some things say 60, what, 58 65. or 60, 65. Yeah, or something like something. that. Something. I'm not sure where the cutoff the Gen is. X, you know. So it, I never really thought about it until I got to be like my age currently, which is 60. I'm 60. I'm 60. I can kick. I can hit. No. I can stretch. <laughs> I can stretch. But that's going to my head now being this whole boomer thing. And then I'm hearing myself say some things once in a while and I think to myself, are younger generations saying those certain things as well? And I don't know if they do. We had a couple of words that we thought of even on the way here, mm-hmm. like Davenport. I don't say Davenport, but people say this. Icebox. 
Like her dad used to say icebox all the time. Instead of refrigerator. And some people still still say icebox. So. My grandparents always used to say exactly. icebox. And I didn't understand that reference, except for in context. You're like, okay, it's cold. I get it. Till I saw the Three Stooges get where they had to bring the big ice block all the way up oh to the top God, of the Oh, my God, I remember mountain. that. Right. And I'm like, that's what an icebox is. Okay. They put ice in a box to keep things cold. Right. Yeah. So it's these kind of observations, and it's all generational-based. Mm-hmm. And then we just find it fascinating how people are different. I mean, one of the things we were talking about earlier is that social media, for instance, like most, like her son, Bobby, who's 23, mm-hmm. he said only geezers use Facebook. He said that, like, quote, unquote, he, he wasn't even saying it disparagingly. He just said, old people use Facebook. Where I'm not, you know, we don't, I mean, I'm on, he was on, he's on Facebook, but he doesn't like use it a lot. No. It's for older generations. And then younger, of course, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, that kind of thing. But it's you, true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. But if you get on TikTok, yeah. that can make up for that gap a little bit. And then you'll, you'll see what happens. But uh, good luck going on TikTok and not falling down a rabbit hole. Oh, oh my God! I yes. was on it, and I thought, well, I'm not going to be on this. And then you watch it, and you're like, oh, okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. And should I follow that person? No, I'm not ready to commit like that yet. Okay, and then you just keep scrolling and scrolling, and then that video pops up where they say, wait a minute, you've been scrolling way too long. And you're like, next, next. Oh, and my then God. You, really? It, it's like a, finding out you have a problem. Do you and have you, a problem, Martin? Uh, maybe. I, well, I did. You did. For a while, you when I went to bed, I would watch, and I would be like, oh, okay, that was funny, or that was interesting. And before you know it, that video pops up, and it's an hour later, two hours later. You're like, okay, I, I have a problem, we so call I'll the, put we, the phone down. We call that Karening. She's Karening, because Karen does that. I think she has a lot of rabbit holes on different... Instagram uh, is a huge Instagram especially, hole. yeah. Yes, yes, because I'm not on TikTok, but Instagram has reels, which to me is the same as TikTok. But we're 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 digressing sorry, for a minute. Sorry. So I wanted to ask you, Martin, because we're about the same age. So Jerry has we've established he's sixty. He looks fabulous, by the way, yeah. for sixty. Absolutely. She's when I grow up and be like Jerry, I, I yeah. yeah. If I could look a third of a good, is is that? Remember so. when sixty sounded dead <laughs> when you were when you were younger? Sixty. Well, that's the thing. You were right this close to being dead. So let me ask you, because you and I are about. I'm fifty two, and you're what fifty one? I. I haven't yet to reach... No, yes, I'm, I'm 52. I was going to say. And it's hard to admit that. Is it, it is. It's very hard is to it? admit that. Not Even for in a guy? an egocentric way. More of a, are you, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. No, I'm 42. The, the, the math has to be off on yeah. this. Why do I not feel like you, to your point or your point, wait a minute, 52 was supposed to be, I'm supposed to be this or less energy or less enthusiasm in life and I'm like no things are kind of reversing if anything it's getting better I think with us and and I'm part of a lot of Generation X um, Facebook pages I don't know if you are but it always like these are the toys we played with these are the clothes we wore you know these are the shows we watched I hate doing that and one of them is that when we were kids I think and you look back on actors that were in their 50s and they looked old like perfect example is Wilford Brimley oh my god the diabetes guy Wilford Brimley he was our age when he did Cocoon yes really I I only know that because people our age have gone dude he's our age when he did Cocoon and I'm like well we're better off and you don't have the beatus so <laughs> no one wants the beatus. I mean, Nobody you wanna... wants the beatus, but it's true. I think for the most part, we 
as a generation, we took care of ourselves. I think we look better because we take care of ourselves. There's more education out there for nutrition and diet and things like that. And I just think as a whole, we... Maybe. I mean, yeah, but I'm also thinking it's... We're a youth-obsessed culture, much more than we ever have been, Very and much true. more even to this day. We're even tomorrow's even more than it was today, mm-hmm. and the TikTok culture kind of breeds that as well. And I think because of that, we're just obsessed with youthfulness. And the backside, the backlash of that, is that so many people feel bad because they can't keep attaining that. And I mean, I feel that too. I mean, I just tried hurdling a couple of cars <laughs> last week, and I felt, <laughs> I made a joke about. I'll tell you about it later. But my point is, you get older and you start looking back and you think. Wait, you can't do what you used to do. And then I think there's a backlash to that. And then that youthfulness plays into it. Like how many, you can see a young guy walk past or a young woman and you go, damn that person. You know what I mean? You just get, I used to be young, you know, Mm -hmm. but not anymore. Paul Rudd is our age. He just won Sexiest Man Alive. What? I had no idea. Of course, I think Sean Connery won it too when he was 84. I never thought he was, I mean. For the record, I'd vote for Paul, not for Sean. Me too. Okay. I mean, just saying. Sean Connery had his day in Dr. No. I get that he was a first James Bond, but I heard so many stories that he was a jerk. So oh, yeah. it makes him ugly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like it. Does that play a role with us when we judge artists? That we Me? Yeah. Judge the art, not the artist? Didn't Dylan say that? I'm I'm very pro judge the art, not the artist. Um, I'm a little sensitive to that only because I, I just hate, you don't want to see anybody's good work get ignored because of something they did or something. But it's understandable if... It hits you. Cancel mm-hmm. culture. It, right. Cancel if it culture. affects you personally where maybe Karen is thinking, you know what, there's something that they did I that reminds me of something that happened to me, then I can see, you know, where um, that makes sense. But it otherwise, it's so hard because um, think of all the great ideas we would have lost had we held Einstein to, you know, his extramarital affair business. Really? Business? Allegedly. He had a business, like a cottage industry business? <laughs> Albert the Gigolo? I don't know. <laughs> Never heard that. Is that a movie? Einstein, I, uh, I think it was Einstein Escorts. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Martin's he, all about branding. He, he just branded yeah. Einstein right here for everybody. That's what uh, the she e, said, he said. e equals MC squared <laughs> stands for. That he should have trademarked that. Um, I'm sorry, Karen. You, you were discussing we what it's like lot. being a Generation X person well, and... Um, let me ask you this. Okay, so since you're on social media, let me. Have you seen um, like Madonna's Instagram? I know I'm not asking if you follow Madonna. I happen to follow Madonna. I don't know why. I've always been it's a closet. Madonna. I've always been a closet fan of hers. Okay. But you've seen pictures of her. You've seen her like the woman is 64 years old, and she puts these posts these Instagram sh- um, shorts or Reels, stories. Whatever. Yeah. And as if she's still like 27 years old and hanging out at nightclubs in the gritty parts of New York City and filters her face like there's oh no, no but she's really. Madonna can't you do but this? But that's Madonna? the thing. I mean, whenever I read the comments, you get either people saying, "Well, she's still rocking it. She's still got it. She's still the it girl. And she's still." You know, reinventing herself. And now it's like, sweetie, you are 64 years old. You have kids. So the question you look should ridiculous. be, the question should be if other 64-year-old women or anybody over a certain age does this. Because she's Madonna, so she we grade differently. But then it she looks like whatever happened to Baby Jane, which is another Generation X or Boomer thing. But, oh, that's true. But, you know, you're just still holding on 
to that youth because she was it for years. And then it's now like... So when do we stop holding on to our youth? Yeah, when That's do the you... question. When do we just age gracefully, naturally, exactly. and it's okay, and I'm okay, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Maybe when you find the right person. Oh, wow. The, the two of you would be a, a great... Genius by Martin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I guess that it would be a, a factor, wouldn't it? You're right. Yeah. And... Someone that maybe that lets you feel comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe Madonna hasn't found that. And, you know, uh, I can't. How could she not I, have found that? Right. Uh, but well, yeah. <clears throat> she has a couple failed marriages, you know. So do I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she talks like that. But you're not like an icon. Like Edward I mean, G. You Robinson. Are in my eyes. Like Edward yeah. G. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys are an iconic couple. Oh, so well, when you have, she just referred her generational difference by saying that thing. Like, yeah, see, yeah, see? Moses now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw this out to be edited out? Sure. Um, I just saw that's our Soylent Green. Oh my God! You mean you just saw for the it's first people. time? Wait, for the first time? Spo- spoiler alert! Oh my God, Karen! <laughs> what if our viewers did not see Soylent Green yet? I'm sorry, kids. No. Kids, if you're going to see Soylent Green, don't watch it anymore. It's Good people. God, it's people. Soylent Green is people food. I never saw it. Either. It's crackers. Well, that's the thing. Is <laughs> it's the, the big, crackers. the biggest spoil alert film of all time. Yeah. And because I already knew it going into it, I'm like, ah, uh-huh. everybody knows that quote. They use it and they haven't seen the film. Yeah, that's true. Edward G. Robinson is in that film. Yes, right. He, he dies in the hospice uh, situation. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Another spoiler alert. Okay. Soiling hey, Green is people food. I saw it when I did. A big spoiler. <laughs> and Edward G. dies. Later. Now we all know. Their secrets out. It's a hard scene. Uh, but it was... It, it's a great scene. Anyway, uh, it's, it's yes. okay. There's something generational. We grew up with that. Okay. We grew up with that phrase in our head. I never saw the film. But when I saw it, I was looking at it through, you do, you look at it through, okay, it came out in 72 what, or something like that. What, through older eyes, you mean? Yeah. Oh. And, and I think if you can look through in a generational, if you have that perspective, yeah, like a Ken Burns perspective, right. where you can watch right. anything that they produce and you're suddenly there and you're getting the perspective mm-hmm. of that generation, then I think you, you learn. Um, and as one quick little point about generational differences, do you think there really are generational differences, no matter what culture? Or is it always going to be, oh, these kids are, they don't have, I think they don't so. know. I it'll, do. It'll be both. It'll be that. I think Socrates, and I hate to say, to say somebody who uses the word Socrates, but somebody said it, it was either Socrates or Aristotle, says the kids today are, are hellions and, and horrible. And that was a you know, famous kind of quote that got popularized by one of these philosophers. And it was so true because every generation throws a hero up the pop charts and blames the kids for something. And now for a lovely waste of time. No, I was telling um, Dawn, who does my hair, about your dad's dad? basement bar. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Can you that. tell our listeners and viewers about Joe Davitz's basement uh, bar? Uh, well, you know, okay, so I was a kid. Maybe I was early teens, I'm mm-hmm, guessing. Mm-hmm. And my dad uh, was kind of like a Sanford and son of Gary, Indiana back in the day. And he's picking up junk stuff at alleys, and he'd bring it back in his pickup truck or whatever truck he had, and he'd haul it back to the house because uh-huh. he loved collecting old stuff. So he got this old bar. It was just like a half of a bar, and he put it in the basement somehow, and we had it in the corner of the basement. This is uh, 4513 Miller Avenue, Gary, Indiana, Glen Ryan subdivision, small little subdivision just east of U.S. Steel. 
small little cracker box of a house, mm-hmm. but we loved it. And in the basement, in the corner of this little house, was this bar that my dad got from an alleyway, I'm assuming. Okay. And it was all beat up, and it needed a paint job or some kind of covering. So instead of buying paint, which only losers do, obviously, because mm-hmm. he had something much better to put on the bar instead of paint yeah. or shellacking or whatever, varnish, he had Playboy magazines. Lots of them. And maybe some penthouse and hustlers. I'm guessing all of the above. So he took the centerfold out from all these magazines and he stapled it to the bar, all across the front of the bar, the top of the bar, the side of the bar. Guess how many of my friends came over to the house to visit me? Every single one of them. Pretty often. <laughs> Jared, can we go in the basement, please? Can we just let's just hang in the basement for a while? Oh, your mom must have been mortified. I have no idea how that worked out, how she dealt with that. But and you what know the interaction was. You, you know, I grew up with that. That's I, crazy. I get it. I get it. And not it was, every house was like that. It was but Gary it was in the seventies. It was the seventies. Right. You know, it was a different time. You've been listening to She Said He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich, sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises, and recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.